0: Testing 1, 2, 3. Testing. It's already uh, not working correctly. Yeah, I believe one of the mics, the left mic, is um, not working correctly. It's popping, and I tried to record something just a little bit ago, and it sounded like the uh, it was something farting in my left ear, and uh, of course it records that noise too. Um, well, why wouldn't it record it? So. Now I have to go through the process of returning it, which I hate. I don't really want to deal with the retailer any more than I have to, but um, uh, I'm gonna have to because you know, I didn't pay a small fortune for this, but you know, I did pay one hundred and twenty bucks, so my son could use it as well as I. The whole point of me buying this was so he could record. His buddies downstairs and him when they're having band practice. Um, well, I bought it so I could record my friend and I and doing this, some stupid podcast that uh, you know I don't know. I don't know what to do with a podcast. I can listen to them, but to make a podcast, I just. I, I, well, and then the dogs barking. So you hear him? Yeah. How can you not? Someone's walking by in front of the house, walking their dog. Oh, and look, and there's someone else is coming as well. Now they have their, on here, he's coming in the room to bark where I'm at. So, what's that? You see him? Yep. Yep, they're out there. Um. So, yeah, that's what's going on. And now he's choking. All right, so for right now, this thing hasn't yeah so at the moment this thing hasn't made a single noise so maybe I'm just stupid and I don't know what I'm doing which is completely possible so there's that okay now I'm letting the dog out yeah he wants to go outside He can go bark some more uh, yeah it's like a big old party out in front of the house party apparently he wants to be involved when in. right, so, yep. yeah, here you go um yep couple golden retrievers older lady walking them they look happy and they aren't barking at all so yeah the podcast thing i this friend of mine and I attempted a podcast I don't know five years ago um and we did uh four episodes i don't know I didn't really I don't know he it was his idea you know i I've, I've been writing for you know over ten years now, and he keeps saying that I should do a podcast um i guess uh audio companion to uh my music meanderings. But um, as you can tell, if you've listened to this up to this point, um, I really don't have anything to say other than to complain. Maybe the dog should do a podcast because he seems to have plenty to say. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I guess I still need to get a hold of the retailer, even though so far this hasn't done the weird farting noise in my ear. So maybe maybe it was just a, a user error. Either way. um, Yeah. So that's that. Okay. Bye. Okay. So maybe getting back to the whole podcast thing. Um, so like originally the idea between Uh, this friend of mine and I um, was that we would get together every week and uh, have conversations, like a theme. Like one was the holidays we recorded it around Christmas. Um, There was one where we talked about dreams. Um, Then there was one that we were discussing, I don't even know what. I'm not sure there's anything that we discussed in that first one. Um, but it never really felt natural to me. like going on a theme and you know <laughs> such low um, uh, low standard of quality. you know I listen to um, some pretty amazing podcasts um, and they seem to know what they're doing. Uh, music and uh, deep journalistic integrity. More downstairs talking about, um, you know, ham loaf and how weird it is. We used to eat that at Christmas. So it just didn't, just didn't really make any sense to me. Um, I enjoyed the process, like I liked putting a podcast together, um, you know, adding music and giving it a you know a a decent quality uh, sound to it all that Uh, was fun setting up microphones you know it was like playing pretend pretend radio station i was a dj and had a microphone and headphones on and we sat around and talked about nothing but uh i i wouldn't listen to that (laughs) So why would I make something that I wouldn't listen to? You know, I I write stories, I write about my childhood, I write about music, I write about books, I write about my anxieties, my fears, that that kind of stuff I would read, because I can relate to it, I find it interesting. Or, you know, when I used to write music, I would listen to what I would write. That was something that I would enjoy listening to. So, because I'm, you know, being inspired by an artist that, uh, you know, I would make what I was being inspired by. You know, I'm influenced by these bands. So, obviously, what I come up with is going to sort of sound like them. So I, in turn, would then. Yeah, I'll listen to that song that I wrote because it sounds like Wilco or Beatles or whoever. Um, But the podcast thing, I don't know. I I mean, are you listening to this now? Who are you? Um, Why are you listening to me meander through my living room complaining about having to send a Piece of electronics back to the uh, retailer because it wasn't working right because it was making a farting noise in my ear or uh, the dog. Did you like hearing the dog bark? I mean, he was entertaining. Um, I'm not going to bark. I don't. I don't have the right voice. Um, so. <clears throat> Going back to the podcast, this friend of mine and I—I'd um, gotten the idea. Hey, what if I buy the little recorder and um, we could record a weekly phone conversation between us? Um, <clears throat> when we did it the first time, he actually lived in the area, so he could come over and we could, you know, chat downstairs over couple cups of coffee on a Sunday morning or whatever and it was relatively convenient but then uh, he moved away in 2019, moved to Virginia, I'm in Indiana, so talking in person really wasn't an option unless we wanted to talk once every nine months. Um, then he moved back over the summer of 2021, but then, uh, within, you know, three or four months, he had already moved away again and bought a house up in, um, the upper peninsula, which was not like the, doesn't seem to be like the, the cool part of the, uh, UP, not like, uh, you know, uh, Mackinac and a bridge and big hotels and touristy. Uh he, he lives like near the Wisconsin border, in the middle of uh snow country, where I think winter lasts nine months out of the year. Um he's probably currently shoveling another foot and a half of snow off of his uh driveway and it's April. So, um the getting back to a face-to-face podcast conversation situation uh, was still not going to happen. But uh, he's a friend that I like. You know, we've been friends since we were 15. And we're 48 now. So that's a while. Um, And we try and keep in contact, you know, text and all that, but um, I had the urge to do this podcast thing again, and my initial idea was to, hey, I'll just, you know, I'll take this recorder and I'll walk around with it and just talk randomly about whatever, and uh, that idea lasted oh, about two minutes, I thought, why would I do that, who wants to listen to that? It was just more of an excuse to buy a toy, being this recorder. Yep, I don't know what that is. So um, <clears throat> so then I got a hold of him, um, it, Jason. His name's Jason, so I'll just say that. And I had threw the idea out to him about, what if like once a week we, I call him up and we have a, you know, half hour, 60 minute, you know, whatever, conversation over the phone. And it, we have a conversation. We don't, you know, have a theme. You know, there's no, uh, let's talk about, uh, you know, our worst nightmares. Or the, but let's talk about, you know, the the absolute sickest we've been. Oh, nothing like that. I just want to, have a conversation with him because I feel like he's isolated in the middle of nowhere um, you know he's he's doing that for personal reasons which I I understand but I feel like the idea of being alone is much more appealing than actually being alone because um, you know once you're alone it's You're nine hours away from anybody that you're close to or uh, related to or anybody that you love, and you're in a small house that's slowly being buried in snow. Um, It kind of gets heavy on the, the head and heart. And, you know, I thought... If we, we at least have this one thing once a week where we talk and discuss just whatever, you know, it would be fun for him. It'd be fun for me as well. Um, you know, he's one of the few handful of people that um, we sort of connect on a, a very... Uh, visceral level, as far as just our sense of humor and um you know creatively you know he's he's an amazing artist um he actually kind of inspired me to start drawing you know i I've been uh attempting to draw two or three things a week um right now it's just you know a sketchbook with Crayola colored pencils. So it, I'm basically creating child drawings of oversized heads and um, cosmic horror, um, but done as if I was in preschool. Um, and I'm finding out that I really kind of love doing it. Um, I told him that it was like meditation to just sit and draw. And he said that's exactly what it is. It's you know you you're kind of like pulled out of your brain or not maybe uh not pulled out of your brain. How do you pull yourself out of your brain? You 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 it's like you go into this space where nothing is you know bothering you, no anxieties, no daily you know traumas, no bills or you know things you have to do. You just kind of get lost in uh, paper and your imagination and I actually find it more relaxing and more um, satisfying than even like making music, which I never thought I would say that because music was always my thing. You know, I was I identified as a musician, as a songwriter and I really don't anymore. I mean, I love music as much as I always have, but not really making it. Um, But I still like to make things, so... The writing sort of took over that for me. And uh, the drawing is is rather therapeutic. So, Jason has a lot to do with that for me. So... I wanted to do something with him, creatively, uh, that was real and not staged like, you know, theme shows. Just talk, you know, whether it's funny or sad or weird. Um, That's kind of where I want to go with that. And this is actually the first time that I've picked this recorder up and tried talking into it. Uh, my son and I have recorded in it a couple times just to figure out the ins and outs of it, so when his band practice comes, you know, sh- you know, shows up, guys show up ready to uh, tune their guitars and rock out, they can hit record and they'll know what to do. Um, so... I don't know, this is kind of a big step for me to just pick this little black box up and start talking into it. Um, so, I guess this is might be the first episode. Alright, I gotta get back check the, check on the dog. but um, Yeah, so hopefully the next time I talk to you It will be me and Jason having a conversation. So until then, see you later. Um, 2022, uh, in case you didn't know what year it was, uh, 5.40 in the morning, I'm off to work. It's the typical work routine. I've been getting up before anybody else for well over a decade now. Um, That's just become the, uh, the schedule for me going to work, and um, maybe at first, getting up at 4.30 wasn't uh, the most exciting thing, but um, I've actually come to appreciate getting up this early in the morning. Um, I like the quiet. I like not being ask questions or, you know, having to, you know, answer things when I'm still half asleep. Um, That was before I started to write. Now, um, with the habit of writing that I do every day, um, I can say that uh, the morning is kind of when I... I like writing the most. Um, Oddly enough, that first cup of coffee, the quiet of a sleeping house, sitting in my chair in the living room, Um, whether it's writing a music review or finishing up an interview that I did with with an artist or just writing about my own life. Um, I don't know. The morning, the brain seems to be, you know, sparking a little brighter than, say, after work or in the evening. Um, You know, maybe it's just because in the evening I'm, you know, gone through a whole day of work and I'm burnt out or, you know, ate dinner and now I just want to sit and melt into the couch watching something before bed I don't know, it's hard to tell but um, even if like I was independently wealthy and um, I didn't have to get up early in the morning and go to work, I'd probably still get up by 6am and sit in the living room and and write because it's uh, it's become habit and like I said, it's, you know the morning time seems to be when I'm most, you know, creative. Like I wanna, I wanna do something. Um, I guess besides drive to work, but you know, I'm, I'm not independently wealthy, so yeah, I have to drive to work every day. <clears throat> do the nine to five. Um, and by the way, yeah, this is not a conversation with my friend Jason um, I thought I would uh, just try and get used to this speaking into a microphone thing on the fly before uh, I delved into uh, bringing him in to the fold and I've also been kind of uh, toying with the idea of maybe having conversations with you know other people like People that are in my life, or um, I know that you know that's not really a uh, uh, original thought, since there's a million podcasts with conversations, um, but maybe conversations with a more uh, Midwestern lean. I don't know um, us Midwesterners. Or our own beast, but, um, yeah, this is, uh, it's, it's dark, guys, it's, it's pitch black, kind of foggy, um, but I guess it's supposed to be lousy all week, which is, you know, not great, since it is spring break week, and typically, you know, spring break week, I would be off at least maybe two or three days so i could hang out with my kids and you know we could go do something um you know we've gone to the hall of heroes in Elkhart in the past or or just kind of vegged out and watched movies you know got pizza and just hung out but uh, now all my kids are older um My oldest is, will be 22 in May, and she'll be graduating college. My uh, other daughter, she's 18. Um, She'll be 19. Um, And then my son, he just turned 17, and he just got a job. So um, most of his spring break is being spent... uh, Working, um, hanging out with friends, or, you know, staying up later than I can because I have to get up at 4.30. So I didn't really see a point in, you know, even taking the week off because uh, what would I do? I'd sit around and do nothing by myself while everybody else was out doing the, the routine of life. So um yeah the, I guess it's kind of a sad spring break but um I mean it's not sad it's just you know life I'm, everybody's older and you know hanging out with uh with dad isn't uh, as much fun as it used to be um or you know there's there's more things to do like make money and Um, hang out with friends and that's that's completely fine Um, besides I took some time off a couple weeks ago when my wife took our 18 year old and her friend down to um, Nashville to go see Tame Impala Um, so I stayed home for three days out of that week and um, hung out with the dog Uh, it was fine and my new chair showed up, so, you know, the chair and I enjoyed our time together. Um, but, uh, you know, that that's it. You know, I don't... People ask that I'm, you know, that I'm friends with or no? you know, well, why didn't you go see Team Apollo? Because I don't want to drive seven hours to go see a concert maybe you know 25 years ago I would do that and actually I had done that in the past but uh, not at this point in my uh, post back surgery life Uh, I'm not gonna sit for six hours in the car just so I can hang out in a Airbnb it's just it doesn't sound like that much fun to me not that I don't want to see concerts because I still enjoy going to concerts, but not driving three states away to go to one. Um, But, yeah, I guess that's enough of that. Um, So, yeah. All right, we'll see you next time. Thought I'd step outside and take a quick walk for my break. Uh, it's a little crazy at work thanks to um, some water softeners that uh, uh, blew up essentially through all the pipes in the building so now there's no running water. I think there's two working toilets for a a manufacturing facility that has, you know, three four hundred people in it. Um, no drinking water whatsoever Yeah, it's great we spoke to uh, one of the many contractors in here trying to uh, fix the situation and they said they would be at least till next week till it's fixed Um, there's approximately 20 miles um, of piping throughout the building that is affected So they're probably going to have to replace piping that's up on the roof, like, right in the the ceiling. And they said they'll be lucky if they get away with uh, half a million dollars to fix it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they can't buy me a decent chair to sit in. Oh, well. So that's work. Um work uh, for those that don't know which probably none of you do um is the orthopedic industry I've been working in orthopedics since I was 19 um I'm not like doing surgeries or creating uh cures for um (laughs) spinal injuries um working shipping and receiving that's uh that's what I do. Um so I started out at a place called Biomet uh which is located in the orthopedic capital of the world, which happens to be my hometown. Um so yeah, I started there at 19 and then uh, worked there for 6 years before uh, quitting and moving on to yet another orthopedic company, um, which was originally called Warsaw Orthopedics, which then changed its name to Sophomore Danic, which was a French company that bought Warsaw Orthopedics. And then the year that I started, which was 1999, A sophomore Danic was purchased by Medtronic, which was a Minneapolis-based company that mainly dealt with um, like defibrillators, um, pacemakers. Those were kind of where they got their start. But they wanted to branch out into... uh, orthopedics so they bought a spinal company which is what Softmordanic and worst orthopedics were um, spinal cages screws um, cervical cervical discs you know you, anything that goes into the spine that's what we do um, and from I'd say from the year that I started, 1999, clear up to probably 2013, things were gangbusters, um, extremely busy, uh, top of the class when it came to uh, spinal biologics in the country, or in the world, um, but. Around 2013, something, something happened. There were some uh, purchases of other companies and just like a general feeling that uh, Medtronic was wanting to part ways with their spinal division. Because, you know, we weren't losing money, but we weren't making the money that they wanted to make. So, um, that's kind of where that was. So in 2013, there was a pretty major, um, cutback in employees. I think it was 35 to 50 people were, were let go, which up to that point, I think, uh, the most they had ever let go was probably 10, 15 and that was just in IT because a lot of the IT stuff was starting to be done outside of our facility so from 2013 on it's kind of been a gradual uh, descent into, uh, I mean, not quite hell, but uh, uh, the unknown. And then uh, again in 2017, there was another big layoff with probably another 35 to 50 people. And then they also threw on top of it the offer for early retirement for people who were of retirement age. So then on top of the 35 or so people, we lost another probably close to 40 that took early retirement. So while the work wasn't necessarily, um, we, we were still busy. So it was just now we had to do more with less people. Um, then early 2020, there was another layoff and we had also heard in October, the previous October, October, 2019, that, um, there were going to be major layoffs, but then that little, a little thing called COVID hit and all those plans sort of were frozen, um, We actually remained relatively busy during 2020. Uh, We worked the whole time. um, Since I am a grunt-like employee, um, where I unload trucks and uh, receive things into our inventory, uh, I was not going to be working from home like most of the office did. So we remained. And... Oddly enough, we, or at least I, kind of felt hopeful that maybe they had turned it around and maybe had created a new plan thanks to uh, everybody staying home and had the feeling that, well, maybe we can make this work here. But then, uh, then this past October of 2021, we were all gathered into a tent behind the building for the, you know, social distancing and we were all told by the then corporate uh, overlord of the spinal division that uh, we would be closing our plant. It was a done deal and that it would be a gradual um, you know break up, I guess different departments would go at different times Um, like a twisted version of uh, musical chairs I guess, so when you didn't find a chair to sit in then you were done so then that was exciting to find out that We were officially done, Um, which kind of brings us up to now, you know, seven, eight months later, and most of us are still here. Um, New things have come to light. There's a company out of Grand Rapids that was interested in purchasing our building once we were done and not only that but they wanted to hire if not all quite a few people from here from Medtronic to work for them and and run the facility here they want to get deeper into um, orthopedics it's kind of what they're doing now they're a small company um, small-ish. Um, they're still privately owned so there's no board to uh, get approval to do this or that Um, so there's the possibility that I still will be in the same building that I've been in for almost 23 years now just working for a different overlord and hopefully um one that doesn't plan to do anything too weird with us so yep well I guess I go to the bathroom so I gotta go grab a ticket and hold wait in line bye bye well that's uh, me in a nutshell I'm back roaming the house and I guess this was sort of an intro to what this will be, which will be me talking about whatever, and then uh hopefully conversations um We'll just see what happens if I get tired of this or um, I lose all ideas then guess we won't do that or i'll just start having conversations with the dog since he seemed interested in uh having his own podcast so either way um we will we i'll be back and hopefully talking with someone other than myself so uh we'll see you next time